Welcome to the back porch. My name's Josh, and my brother Steve's along with me. We're going to be bringing a farewell morning to you today uh, with um, Jesse Joyner and Christina Warren. They are a little duo singer-songwriter group. Um, we actually have had Jesse in the studio a couple days ago, putting some guitar tracks down for another group. Uh, we'll get into that later. But uh, first off, I guess we're gonna, just going to start with just tell us a little bit about you know how you guys got together and uh what inspired you okay well we started uh about what 2015 march of 2015 we started uh playing open mic at the tavern uh with matt barnacastle i uh just one day i was like i want to go play somewhere so i saw his uh that he was doing an open mic and i uh tried to get somebody else at first but that didn't work out so i texted her like the day before and it's like, you want to come sing these songs with me? We were doing a couple of Civil Wars covers. Um, so we went and we did that and just kind of went from there. Well, um, you guys from here originally, or did you kind of work your way into the scene? I uh, was born and raised in Columbus, Ohio. Mm-hmm. We moved down here when I was about 13 years old, and I've been down here since. Um, I grew up in North Carolina until I was eight, and then we moved here for about six years, and then my dad moved to Colorado for four years. We went with him to go to Bible college, and then we came back here, and now we live here again. So um, with with the uh, dual band projects that you're in, Jesse, mm-hmm. do you find that it's hard to balance between the two? Or So far, I haven't had any issues. It's, it's really cool because we are all – in, in both groups, all of us know each other. We're all friends. Um, and being two separate styles of music, mm. there's not any creative clashing. Right. Um, so I get to keep them separate that way. And 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 everybody's yeah. just really uh, really cool about working around with schedules and, and stuff. And it's, so it's, it's worked out so far. Does it matter to you if the, your other guys in the band, you know, support this music or like it? So much, or do, does that even cross I mean, your it, mind? It, 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 it's always nice uh, when your friends support your music and, and like it. Um, I know, I know, I know most of them do. Mm-hmm. I know some, a couple of them probably still haven't heard us right. yet. So I don't think Nathaniel's heard us, and Caleb hasn't heard us yet. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that could be tough going from because what the other band that Jesse is in is called from where Moth and Rust destroy, and they're kind of a post post hardcore post hardcore, and uh, it's kind of a night and day yeah, very switch. different very different vibe but it's cool and uh we hope to see more musicians around this area do that uh but yeah we look forward to hearing what you guys got for us okay. for sure okay so you said that you you started playing together at church yes correct yeah um uh you did duets um uh, harmonizing together at church kind of starting out we really didn't do much before we started playing together um i typically just played lead guitar mm-hmm. and she would play acoustic guitar lead some we would both we both led before but we never really i mean we would do a little bit of harmonizing maybe but nothing nothing like what we do now okay 
Um, since then, we've started incorporating a little bit more of this band, All Sons and Daughters, that do a lot of male-female harmony. And cool. so that's been a lot of fun for us to, to do those songs at church and and be able to harmonize and stuff. Awesome. So. Okay. Um, your, your, the direction that you decided to take when you, when you said, you know, we're going to write some songs, um, was, was there a, uh, like I said, was there a direction in mind there or did you have, uh, song ideas that you wanted to finish, you wanted help with or, or anything like that? Or, or were you just, you know, what, what was that, that kicking, the deciding factor for you to, for you guys to focus on Farewell Morning? Um, well, we really just, I, I think, uh, Civil Wars were just such a big influence on us. Like, we, we want to play their music, but we also want to do our own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we started off doing just covers of the, of them. And then we're like, well, let's write some stuff that's like this, a little bit different, put our own spin on it, but kind of come from where they, uh, there they left off, you know, just a very simple, basic guitar riffs. Um, but then other stuff that's it's complicated, mm-hmm. sounds complicated. Right. Um, and those harmonies. And so that's where our harmonies really birthed out of their, their harmonies. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll probably be able to hear a lot in our music. Um, it's hard not to be inspired by powerful harmony, melody oh, yeah. and things like that. Oh yeah. So then we started we started writing because we didn't just we just don't we wanted to be a cover band so we wanted mm-hmm. to do something and I think the first song we tried to write just ended up somewhere I don't know the trash can maybe I have <laughs> I it but have it's it. it's not okay I, I don't even remember what it was or what it was yeah. about but it was it was not good yeah but then uh, we kept trying about just about every week we would start writing a song and. We actually got to the place where we were like churning a song out every week. Like that's um, awesome. We'd play Sunday night, and he'd just start playing on the guitar, and I'd just start singing. We'd say, "No, no, start over, try that again." Or I'd say, "What if I went here vocally?" And he'd just start like figuring it out, and it just it turned into something really raw and um, in the moment. Right. And out of that came these songs that feel like that. Yeah. Um. And so I think. I don't think it's a traditional writing process, but I think it, it spawned some really beautiful um, things out of it. Yeah. We definitely uh, work well together because I can't write lyrics to save my life. Yeah. I think one of our song I kind of wrote most of, but she still helped with. But other than that, like I can't, like words are not my strong suit. Yeah. That's why I picked the guitar. Right. <laughs> Just right. play guitar. You know, songwriting um, is a lot harder than people think. It really is. And if you're if you're not inclined, I guess maybe in a literary sense, mm-hmm. you know, it does take a lot of work to get your your mind in the right spot, yeah. you know, and it's just like when you guys started with the first song, you threw it away, you move on to the next one and you keep doing that until you yeah. get the ones you want or what's, you know, what For you sure. want to project. Yeah. So she she writes most of the lyrics and I bring the music and then I come back and cause I, I can't, I can never start something, you know, I, I, writing wise, yeah. but I, I, I like coming back to you something that's react. already written and kind of like, okay, well that sounds good, but let's change this word here. Let's yeah. do this. Let's, what if we switched it around? So it said this, uh-huh. once we got the framework down, it's a whole lot easier. For, I got something to work with. Right. And the, the, that type of mindset is, is a, is a very cool thing, man. Um, that's one of the things that, that so many people, I, I feel like as songwriters, 
look at themselves because I have in the past myself looked at myself and, and said, you know, I, I wish I could do more in this vein of songwriting mm-hmm. uh, and, and be able to start it up and, and, and actually make the whole idea from beginning to end. But I find that my forte and, and there are others who will, again, will back this up guaranteed um, is being able to do the same thing is, is hearing something and saying, well, what if, yeah, you know, yeah. especially when you're trying to fine tune it to what you are exactly. trying to project. Yeah. I, I love doing that. Cause I've always like, what's my varied background in, in music. I've listened to a lot of music. Mm-hmm. And so I've seen, you know, what, what sounds good here, what, in what, in different genres, what's the kind of, you start to kind of notice patterns and yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that helps. And so that changes based on what kind of, music i'm writing right but yeah and that that's usually the spawn for the the guy that, that hears all the bell, bells and whistles in the high production you know uh value uh songs that get put out mm-hmm. you know that it's it's not always uh the guy that that that's writing the song originally that hears all of those extra you know I don't know bells and whistles. That's that's what I've always yeah. thought of it as, you know. But but it really it really can can bring out uh, a personality in a song that 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 the songwriter feels every time he 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 or she she sings it, um, <laughs> and helps to convey to another listener who has never heard it before that that same emotion. Definitely. So. Uh, I think that's definitely the case with us. Um, very mm-hmm. much, I bring the basic. This is what I feel. This is what this is about. This is where I'm coming from. Can you help me mm-hmm. <laughs> make it sound good? And um, I, I am a musician too, but he definitely hears those things that I don't um, know how to tell him that I hear. Right. Um, so he can definitely take that raw song that we start with and. Mm-hmm really develop it into something that really does tell a story and move the person who hears it. Right. That's great to have as well and hard to find. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially in your setting, you know, you really are more intimate, you know, and it needs to really penetrate. Mm-hmm. And when you can find that it's, it's like gold. So how, how many do you have written? About a dozen, probably 12 or 13. We so you've got constantly adding. You've got an album. Yeah. You know. Or mixtape, however you want to do it. <laughs> um, well, cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, get that done for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, that's the next goal. Hundred percent. Good. Cool. Um, when you guys play out, and and you want to bring something more to the table, um, and you want to play as a full band, um, do you you have a certain group of people that you call or talk to, or or is that something that you're looking to try and build or we have we have we have some people. Um, the past we've only done one full band show so far. We've got a couple more in the works. But um, Matt Barnacastle has been playing drums and percussion for us. Oh, he's yeah. he's played cajon for a couple, us a couple times when we've done acoustic stuff. Um, he's really cool. And then uh, Cameron Briley from the Skeleton Crew has been playing bass with us. Um, so this show we got coming up on the twenty eighth is going to be really cool. We got Cameron Briley. We actually have Mike Robinson. Um, he's the rhythm guitarist in Where Moth and Rust Destroy, another band. Yeah. Um, and so he's going to be playing drums for us. And uh, from, based on practice, it's it's coming together. It's it's sounding good. So Awesome. Yeah. Good. And, and Mike plays, actually plays 
uh, guitar in your other band. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's a he's a multifaceted definitely musician. Definitely. Uh, guitar, he's, he's bass, on top drums. of his stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Really enjoyed working so far with him and you guys so yeah. far. But yeah, he's really cool. Yeah, he is. Um so when you uh when you get your album done, what do you think is what's your next move there? Have you thought that far ahead or is this, you know, kind of a take it one step at a time process? Um it's it's kind of been taking it one step at a time. Yeah. Um we kind of have an idea um of where we want to go. I definitely want uh we're gonna push that album hard. Good. Get it to as many people. We've got we've got a couple of connections here and there and we wanna get it to people, get it to um I know people that know Jonathan Singleton mm-hmm. and we know people that got connections to Nashville mm-hmm. and stuff. So we're trying to gonna try to push that album uh to them and get people to hear it because yeah. that's been our biggest struggle lately or really for, since we started was get, getting our music in people's hands so they could hear it right um because when i mean we can't get gigs really here in jackson and and even when we do those aren't really the people that want to hear our music right um, you're, you're almost doing that gig just to get yourself out there no matter who's listening yeah for sure but uh Hopefully we can find a, I think, I think there are people out there that want to hear our music. They want to hear what we have. Yeah. And we just got to get it to them. I agree. I agree. I think, uh, I, uh, fully support what you guys are doing. They played a song for us before we started and, uh, I almost didn't want them to stop. Did you say almost? Well, we had to get started, you know? <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So you, you guys, uh, played at the tavern together you played mm-hmm. it at the Emporium together for, yep. for the open mics there. Um, the scene has, has, you know, to me, you can tell a lot about a uh, city. You can tell a lot about where, where it is musically by its open mic nights, mm-hmm. uh, what kind of turnouts they have. Have you have you noticed uh, any any patterns? Um, it's, it's hit or miss. Um, it, uh, there's a lot of factors that go into it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um the tavern it's it's been kind of it's been kind of dwindling lately we're trying to we're trying to get people back out there there's a lot of good songwriters that play regularly uh, on tuesday nights at the tavern um Mm -hmm. but there's no there's very rarely a whole lot of people there to hear them so that's one thing that's very very important you know getting getting the word out and and letting everybody know that you know you don't really have to uh settle on a weeknight you know you you can go out and and uh you're not gonna you know I'm not gonna go out on a weeknight and party hard. No, <laughs> I want to go. I want to go out and hear something that that's from the heart and that's uh, original, and and that's where you're gonna find it a lot sure. of times is at your open mic nights. Yep. And uh, I think that open mic night is really important to us. I, you know, we really want to encourage people, whether they're from Jackson or not, mm-hmm. to go out and find those because yeah. that's where we, you know, found ourselves and found our start. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I. I really value that experience. And so, you know, every time that we go and we play, it's really in an effort to sort of recenter ourselves and remember where we came from. And, you know, we haven't, you know, gotten anywhere extravagant yet, but that is such an important part of our roots that I really don't want to forget that. Yeah. It's definitely a very, very good opportunity for just practice playing in front of people and uh, to kind of, take new songs and, and bounce them off the crowd, like see, see what kind of For reaction sure. you get. 
fact, we were doing that at one point. We were writing a song on Sunday, and we'd play it on Tuesday. Wow. Every, just about every wow. week, we'd, we'd bring a new song out. Wow. So, uh, and that was a lot of fun. We need to get back to doing that. But, Do you find it hard to, to keep that songwriting flow going? Sometimes. You, yeah. you'll, you'll hit those, uh, those blocks every once in a while. Lately, I've been so busy with moving and, and mm-hmm. stuff that we haven't really gotten to write a whole lot. We've had a couple couple new songs coming out, and, and we'll play a couple for a couple of them for y'all, y'all later. But mm-hmm. it's uh, we've we've got what probably about five or six in the works right now that we just got to finish up. Right on. Um, so hopefully that'll start doing it. We'll start turning out more music. Right. Yeah. That's a uh, thing with singer songwriters. At least when you the ones that you know I've I've followed, they all seem to have a song that they're working on or, or just finished, or they're about to start a new one. Mm-hmm. And I've always been in awe by that how yeah. some people can just keep throwing it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we've had we've at least had something in the works almost constantly. Yeah, that's good. So that's cool. Other things that that have you know happened in, in the city as of late or within the past couple of years uh, to push the scene. And to, to encourage uh, folks like you guys and, and us and other musicians to get out and, and be creative and not not worry about what you know what people are going to think of, of it um, and, and it, it's nice to see those things flourish uh, and it's nice to see um, you know if you if you do something like you guys you said you played the telethon yes right? mm-hmm. um, you know it's amazing how many people saw you play yeah. and you'll never know they did for sure. But, but that's, that's one of the very cool things about it. Um, you know, Jackson as of late has, has really been able to offer, uh, you know, TV slots to, to local artists, yep. um, with six in the city with, uh, mm-hmm. uh, exit 82. Um, and, and of course every year with the telethon, yep. but, um, yeah, that, that do you, do you feel like, uh, there, there is something more that can be done, um, you know, outside of open mics, outside of, you know, that, that media right there. Yeah. I feel like there's always something, there's always more to do. Mm -hmm. Sorry. (laughs) There's always more that can be done. Mm -hmm. Um, I think what Hunter, Hunter Cross has going right now is is something that's really good. He's he's doing these hundred, these, uh, the series of concerts, the Outsiders Expedition. Mm-hmm. Next one's coming up on the 28th, and we get to play with that, play for that. Where Monsters Destroy, my other band's also playing for that. Um, that's going to be a great show. They got seven bands lined up. Um, that's going to be awesome. Um, so th- he's definitely got a good thing going with that. Um, more of that kind of stuff needs to happen. You know, um, I see a lot of people, us included, just kind of waiting for something to happen. Right. We really just got to get out there. And do it ourselves. That's right. Nobody's going to hand it to us. Nobody's going to do it for us. We got to do it ourselves. Um, so, I'll a uh, couple of weeks. I'm doing a songwriters round um, to kind of help encourage songwriting here in Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um, hoping to get get a good number of people out for that, and and hopefully that goes well. Um, but just stuff like that, and getting bands to connect and come together and help each other rather than being always clashing and tr- trying to, you know, clicky or exclusive clicky yeah. or, or, uh, um, competitive. Yeah. I think what tends to happen is in a town like Jackson, where there are limited opportunities for original artists, um, bands get 
protective over those opportunities. Mm -hmm. If you get that opportunity, you want to be the one who gets the next opportunity. And it doesn't build our environment of songwriting. It actually ends up, you know, inhibiting it. And so I think one of the things that we need to all work on as artists, especially here in Jackson, is working together, saying, Mm -hmm. you know, I want to hear what you have and I want you to hear what I have. And let's work together to make these opportunities that we can't find instead of fighting over them. Right. Just a constant struggle with musicians talking about go support your local and live music. And that's that's the other thing. Musicians need to do it too. Yeah. Musicians need to go out there. I, I have seen so many people say the music scene in Jackson sucks. We need more original music, this right. or that. Yeah. Then I go to an original music show and there's nobody, nobody there. there. None of those mm-hmm. people that are saying that yeah. are end up being there. Right. Um, so I've made it a point for myself to whenever I can to go support mm-hmm. these people, especially because right. a lot of them are my, fr- are my friends. Right. So I, I want to go out there and support them just like I would want them to be there if I was playing. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely something that we need to do. Just get out there and support support your friends. Support get on the grind. Yeah. Yep. And I'll say this: um, uh, the city does does support. There's no there's no saying that that you know we're not saying here that Jackson's not a supportive town. Jackson's <laughs> no. a very no. supportive city. Yeah. Um, we did the we had the Jacob Barker Music Fest. Yeah. Uh, festival earlier this year, and and I mean the turnout was great for it. We were, we were didn't know really what was going to happen and and how how well the turnout was going to be or how yeah. good it was going to be. But it, but it really did. We were all very pleasantly surprised. Um, mm-hmm. uh, everyone seemed to enjoy the music. Um, we got to throw, you know, styles of music around, and and you know, it was pretty cool. The you know yeah. on Friday night we had our had kind of the rock night yeah. or whatever, and and it was uh, it, the the group that showed up was a, a lot of the same group that would come out to the amp to see a show on any other night and normally they wouldn't get to hear this style because it's it's not so they don't venture out that way so often you know and it, it was very cool i mean the, the crowd stuck around all night you yeah know? Um, and and of course the next night was was kind of more of a, a mix match of different styles and and it kind of uh uh seemed to show off what all jackson had um that really kind of a lot of what fits in around downtown, a lot of what fits into the, the, some of the bar scene. Um, and uh, I, I don't know, it was just very cool. The support that I saw yeah. uh, for that was, was awesome. And and there's so many different times where I've gone out to an open mic and I've walked in and just been like, wow, you yeah. know, and, and gotten on stage. And the room, of course, when you've got so many people in it, it doesn't quiet down completely. But when you get on stage and you say something into the microphone and it's open mic and you can hear the volume of talking go down, you're like, mm-hmm. oh man, these people want to, you know, there's a good bit of people in here who want to hear what's going on on stage. For sure. Yeah. You know, and, and that's, that's, that's so integral. So, uh, how many songs are you going to play for us today? However many y'all want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this first song that you're going to play for us, have you, have you figured out which one you're going to do yet? Uh, the first song we'll play was it's called uh, "High in Your Smile." Mm-hmm. Um, I'll let her kind of tell you about okay. it a little bit. Well, um, <laughs> he gave me the difficult job. Um, <laughs> well, you probably wrote song, these songs. I didn't. This is true. Well, that's true. That's true. Um, a lot of our songs come out of sort of sarcastic banter between two people who supposedly care about each other. Mm-hmm. 
um, sort of got that inspiration from Johnny and June. So mm-hmm. I kind of take that sarcastic um, nature of how they communicate, and a lot of that comes out in what we write. Um, but this song is definitely about saying one thing but actually meaning another um, and about just the kind of push and pull that comes with any relationship. And you say it's called High? High on your smile. High on your smile. All right, this is High on your smile by Farewell Morning.
That was a really good song, guys. Man, Thank you. Yeah. Thank you can Thank tell you. you can tell the influence uh-huh. and then you can tell the progression. And it's it's really good. Really Thank good. You. Thank you. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're smiling over here if you can't see it on the, the radio side of it. <laughs> I'm kinda of silent about it, but man, it's really, really good. Very good. Um so uh what made you for you know, I heard you say something about uh, John and June that um is that is that a is that something that made you go oh I gotta do this um yes definitely um I kind of grew up on music it was just everywhere my dad would play the guitar and um, we have like old home videos of him singing to me when I was a kid and just um it was very much a part of my life and that old sort of that just very old music the music that came from just simpleness um simplicity I guess is what I'm looking for it's just very it just they say what they mean and it just mm-hmm. it, it still hits you just as powerfully as if they were to you know um come up with all these this beautiful language mm-hmm. it's just very simple and it tells a story and so i was i personally was very inspired by the old music johnny and june and mm-hmm. things like that yes sometimes a thousand metaphors don't really cover i love you exactly. you know what i mean it's yeah. true uh, yeah so this I don't know, man, this, that past song, it, it literally, like, the uh, you guys have really uh, good selection of when to use your harmony, when to leave it out, when to allow for the, you know, time for a solo vocal point, uh, and, and when not to, you know, and, mm-hmm. and that, that's a, that's an ear thing, man, you know, and, and, a, and a discipline thing. You know, you have to hold yourself back as a singer. Sometimes you hear that harmony, you're like, oh, I want to be there. Yeah. You know, I wanted to do that with them. But, you know, sometimes you just got to, like, let them, let them do their thing. And then when you come in, that the inflection's so much more uh, important. Definitely. So, yeah, I dig. dig. Mm-hmm. And you said you, uh, you've been singing since you were a kid. So you're, yes. you're comfortable. You're there. But you you say that you you're still trying to get comfortable with it. Yeah, I'll, I'd say I'm I'm, I'm getting there. Okay. I, I'm pretty much comfortable now. Well, you, especially, you sound comfortable. Especially that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> I'm be like, I'm be like that that that's a moot point now. We didn't we've, we've heard him sing yeah. Yeah. after after playing open mic for the past couple years regularly, and then um, doing a couple things in the studio, kind of be, being in the stu- in the studio and recording vocals. Yeah does a lot it, it teaches does. you a lot yes, it does. um so that experience even though we didn't really get any actual something that we could use out of that recording session it, it taught it taught me a lot about uh what i needed to do yeah. to make these sounds sound better with my voice um but yeah no i haven't always been a, a, a singer like at first i wouldn't sing I, I was i would play lead guitar at church but i wouldn't sing and then when i started gradually starting to do in there lead uh, youth worship and and stuff like that, and then um, from there it, it branched out into what it is now. So, were you afraid of singing, or did you just think you couldn't sing? I think a little bit of both. Yeah. I've always been kind of introverted, and and I hate public speaking. Like, yeah. 
that's the my, my least favorite part about it still is is talking to people yeah. um in in front of people <laughs> that's where she comes in she does the he talking makes me talk a lot mainly at church um <laughs> she she does all the talking and then i just play um but singing and singing used to be the same way but singing has become um something i'm more comfortable with yeah. i would rather I, I can get up there and sing in front of a bunch of people as long as I'm playing my guitar. Right. <laughs> and yeah. and especially if we're singing together um, and not think twice about it. But as soon as I have to say something, I'm like, uh, 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 hi. <laughs> How's everybody? <laughs> yeah. You see people that are almost a natural at that, and you're like, what? How? You yeah. know, you know no. just always got something to say, I guess, you know. That, yeah, man, that, <laughs> it's crazy. I used to be that way. And then I got very, um, I got very self-conscious about some of the things that I selected to to say. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I just, I don't know, man. It, it, it totally changed. And and so I can I totally uh, am on the same. Um, I'm on par with you there. Yeah. He usually has to jump in and save me when we're playing a show. <laughs> and I don't do very well myself. So he's like, "Hey, we're J- Jupiter Stone," and I'm like, "Man, you're doing so much better than I'd be doing." <laughs> I think we're doing pretty well with this podcast so far, to be honest with you, if we're not ever really doing one. And for those of you that are listening to us, this is uh, the first time we are hosting it, uh, Steve and myself. Mm-hmm. We took it over from uh, a guy named Jason Markle and his wife, Amy. Uh, they did the last season, and um, they just decided they would like for us to do it, and we appreciate that. For they, they actually chose to do a few episodes here. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> I guess decided to just let us have it. We just we established a rapport. <laughs> That's all it was. We told them we wanted to get out, but no, no, no we are very grateful for them uh, giving this opportunity, and we want to continue this podcast I mean, to that, to bring about you know awareness for groups that are trying to do original music like you guys, and definitely. and we hope that uh, more people hear this and you know kind of can take notes from it whether you're an aspiring musician that has original music and you don't know if there's a, a an audience for you uh we hope to provide that for you so yeah so shout, shout out to the founder yes absolutely it's still called the back porch but uh, uh just two new hosts do you want to get into the second song and and uh what is it sure this is probably one of our uh most recent songs um We've got one a little bit more recent, but haven't worked it up yet. This song is called Blame It on the Drink. Um, well, this song, I, some of my inspiration comes from people around me. Sometimes it comes from something random I see on TV or in, um, on a movie or something. And I can't even remember what I was watching, but I just saw this um, couple arguing Um because he kept saying, I was just drunk. I was just drunk. And so I just thought that was a really terrible excuse since I wrote a song about it. <laughs> awesome. Nice. I'm sure a lot of people will be able to relate That's to that. That's a great, awful sure. excuse, though. <laughs> <laughs> and this is called Blame It on the Drink by Farewell Morning. friends 
You can blame it on the heat. You can blame it on the way I smile. Look at you, all these blue jeans. But when you let the pieces fall, baby, this is what you got. We weren't that drunk and it wasn't that hot. You let the pieces fall, baby, this is what you got. Doesn't matter what they think, you can blame it on the Like you don't care. You like to slide a little too close. You like to run your mouth about your girl like she don't know. You like to spin your little web. I've heard this all before. You like to blame it on anything but chemistry like you don't want more. When you let the pieces fall, baby, this is what you got. song by farewell morning thank you um so when you go into the studio or whenever you get you know get there Mm -hmm. do you have everything worked out in your mind or or you know i know you said you've played one full band gig um probably for the most part um for the ones that we'll do um we also kind of like to leave it up to hopefully we're hoping cameron will agree to uh record with us and if she does She's got these parts down, and she's just, I just kind of, we just kind of let her do what she wanted with it, and it sounded amazing, so we just left it at that. So with the, with that pre-chorus, when you were writing, uh, and you, and you came to that, that, (laughs) did, was that instant, or were you like, it needs something that, that sets it apart? Because that that's what it does, you know. It's well. Like, he sent me a a riff. Um, we have like a Google Drive, uh-huh. and mm-hmm. he just puts stuff up there, and I 
play it and write and then I send it back to him um when we can't especially when we can't like connect like we usually do but um with that song he wrote just the beginning riff and sent it to me and the words came pretty easily actually I was in the car on the way to a show playing that music in my car trying to and um I came to the show and I was like look what I did he was like you did that in the car (laughs) but um yeah so I got to the gig and I'm scribbling the words and um when we practiced like actually worked on trying to write flesh out the whole song together um we got to the end of the verse and I just wanted it to go there I just felt like it needed to go there there was there was something that reminded me about a uh there's a song I don't know who it's by but they played it on the TV show Nashville um and there's something about that that the way she sung that melody I'm like that kind of reminds reminds me of that it's it's not not the same melody but just kind of the feel of that stuff that song had so then I kind of tried to try to recreate that feel um without of course without uh copying what they did right but, um, I think it kind of gives it a little bit like a like a sway, kind of like a snarky well, it's, feel. It's sultry, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's it's kind of like, yeah, it's it's that playful, yeah. you know, pretty awesome. The tempo change was yeah. well warranted as well. I, yeah, I thought that was good. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Thank you. So anyway, I, I man, I'm I'm interested in your music now. I want to I want to hear more uh, what you got. So um, is there is there another one you, you want to throw at us? Yeah, who do you want to throw next? This song is called uh, Stagnant. You want to tell me about it? Um, <laughs> this song, there's a point that I think probably most artists or any creative person gets to where you feel like, what is the purpose of it? Um, it makes you feel better to, for me to get the words out there and to get the music out there. Um, but after that, what's the point? Um, and I've always felt like I wanted to be the type of person who inspired people or kind of moved them in some way. I'm a teacher too. That's what I do for a living. And so that's very much part of my job. Thank you, you, by the way. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Uh, Very much of what I do is moving people to act Mm -hmm. or moving people to feel, um, whether it's my kids or my parents or my coworkers or um, the community when I'm trying to get them involved. And so um, that's just very much in who I am. And so there was just this point that I got to where I felt like we were playing to an empty room every week at, at open mic and we weren't getting a lot of opportunities yet because, you know, there's still, Jackson's still working on that, mm-hmm. getting opportunities for original music. And so I, it came out of a little bit of frustration, but also a lot of questioning of um, why am I here doing this if nothing if it's not achieving anything, if it's not, cause I don't know how to describe it. It's like, you know, if, if a tree falls in the forest, does any, it doesn't right. make a sound cause mm-hmm. you know, no one heard it. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of how I felt with our music. I was getting this worry that we were writing this stuff that was for a purpose. It was, it could help someone. It mm-hmm. could um, make someone feel something and it wasn't getting heard. And so, sorry, that's really a long roundabout no. explanation, but um, I just came from this place of really wanting to be heard. Um, it's called Stagnant. Mm-hmm. 
think uh there's not an artist out there that can't relate to that very feeling totally mm-hmm. uh but 
and that's great though you know it's definitely something you know everybody deals with uh but the pushing past it is i think what makes you you know for sure whether or not you feel like anybody's actually receiving it or not you know and somebody someday will yeah Mm -hmm. i think the key part of that song to us was that that phrase we end with it won't silence me right um not letting it kill you not letting Mm -hmm. it destroy you um and finding that place to push past it it's very easy to give up when you feel like nobody's listening absolutely but it's 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 all about pushing past that okay so uh i really would like to hear your your next song uh and what what you got going on but uh real quick before you start will you tell us a little bit about it before you play it um this song's called chase the dawn and um it's sort of about how um, you get caught up in paying bills and living life and get and being an adult and having to deal with all the struggle that sometimes you just want to take off somewhere. And um, it's really about taking that chance and just taking off, even if it's just for a day or a weekend, just... And something that's very inspiring to me is the countryside because I commute to work. And so I drive through farmland and that's in the morning when the sun's hitting it. It's just it's very um, moving. And so for me, it's that was very much part of the inspiration of this song is just being able to chase the dawn with someone. This is probably one of the only happy songs we've got. (laughs) (laughs) The rest of it's depressing. We'll make you cry, but this is okay. (laughs) This is Chasing the Dawn by Farewell Morning.
So uh, that that was like your 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 like feel good yeah. jam. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> right, made me feel good. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, all right. So so these I asked you earlier uh, about direction uh, and songwriting, um, and if 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 it all tied together. Uh, but it really seems so far that it does. I mean, we've heard four songs, but um, really all of them do seem to to collect into mm-hmm. into its own story of uh, of where you are, you know, and 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 uh, your surroundings and the people that 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 you come across and the experiences that you've had. And uh, I think that's what's important is 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 that that side of that and holding on to it you know and, and it's it's very evident that you guys have that for sure yeah i don't think we really started out trying to make all the songs connect and in, in, into a uh story per se but they all come from you know real life experiences that we've had or or are having or 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 something like that so they do all kind of work together and, so, and, fit, and kind of created its own story. Yeah, it's your story. Right? Some of mm-hmm. my favorite music is when you listen to the album from the very beginning to the very last song and you can get this image of where they're from. Mm-hmm. Um, even if they never say, I'm from this town or I live in the country or anything like that in the songs, you can still get this very clear picture of where you think or mm-hmm. where the artist wants mm-hmm. you to believe that they're from. That's right. And um, I think a lot of our music sort of does that on accident, um, just sort of tells who we are and where we've been and um you know some of them aren't like actual personal life experiences but they come from things we've experienced and seen right around us real quick though i wanted to say something about you switched guitars yeah <coughs> and that's in a different tuning of uh, expect yes i don't i don't plan standard for us at all actually oh. 
Um, the other guitar I was playing earlier is dropped down a half step. Uh-huh. Um, just kind of it gives it a little bit of a different sound, puts it in a different range. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of the covers we've done and, and songs we've done have just kind of worked better. There is one original song though that is played open down a half step, so I kind of got stuck uh-huh. <laughs> in that uh, uh, drop down tuning. But I, I I like playing in it. Um, this guitar that I played for Chase the Dawn and, and uh, the next song we're about to play is in Dadgad. Okay. So it gotcha. was it was something I learned. Uh, from figuring out some Civil War songs. Right. John Paul White, especially yeah. on the, their last album, played a lot in Dadgad. Mm-hmm. Um, same old, same old, uh, I Had a Girl. All those songs are in Dadgad. And it made him difficult to figure out at first. But once I figured out what he was doing, right. um, there's a lot of cool things you can do with it. I originally saw it as kind of like a cheating way around. You just play a D chord real easily. But <laughs> there's really just, there's just stuff. And it gives a different... A different sound and there's stuff you can do that you just can't do in standard tuning right open tunings are i mean there's a, a plethora of them out there for sure and they just open up a whole new world they do when i started out playing around we were kind of in one of those seasons where we weren't writing a whole lot but then i started playing around with dadgad and coming up with all kinds of riffs and the writing started happening again yeah. so Really cool. can definitely inspire that. You find something new, and it's like, oh, a whole new world. Exactly. Here we go. Exactly. That's good stuff. So uh, what, what else you got for us? This last song is called Poison, and I don't want to tell you what it's about. Yeah. We don't, we don't like telling this one. Well, it's, that's another good thing about songwriting. You know, you could write however you, what it meant to you, but somebody listening might interpret it completely yeah, this different. Is a, this, is, this is definitely one of those. This is one where... Uh, we ain't telling. We'll, we'll let y'all figure out what cool. happened. And okay. Little little mystery yeah. here with uh, farewell morning. Wait by saying 
Another guys. good, tasteful song from Farewell Morning. <laughs> Absolutely. So tell everybody where, where where can they find you and where, where can they find your, your music and your stuff, your videos well, and whatnot. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, just search Farewell Morning. It's morning with a U, as in boo-hoo, um, <laughs> not as in sunrising. Um, yeah, Facebook, Backflash, Farewell Morning, Instagram, Twitter. We're on uh, Reverb Nation, mm-hmm. probably a good place to go. And, Absolutely. Uh, find us uh, there um we've got a website too www.farewellmorning.com it's got links to everything um including our store where we've got t-shirts and stickers and posters and, and stuff um as well as all our upcoming uh show dates and awesome. all that kind of stuff also pretty much every tuesday night 10 o'clock at the downtown tavern we'll be playing cool. open mic nights so cool. come awesome. out and see us Okay. Yeah, and if you like what you heard, go buy some merch. Please. Help these yeah. guys out. 100%. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's been great talking to you guys, uh, uh, discussing songwriting awesome. yes. and, and such, and listening to your music. It's awesome. Yeah. Thank you, um, Thank you for having us. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's been awesome. Um, we are The Back Porch. Uh, you can find us at TennesseeBackPorch.Podbean.com, Facebook, um, a certain other few areas iTunes. that I may not be privy to at this point. But... Um, Either way, thanks for coming in and being our firsties, you know. Like, <laughs> seriously. Thank you. It was so, a great way to kick it off with yeah, you guys, for definitely, sure. Definitely. Thank Set you. the pace. Set the bar. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So, uh, sit.